The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome. We've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hi there, guys. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I am really excited that you're here today. So we've got some interesting information coming at you in this podcast episode. It's an interview with Clayton Noblet from Written Word Media. Now, Clayton's been on the podcast before, I think twice before, actually. And what's really, really interesting about talking with Clayton every single time is that the team over at Written Word Media is truly a company and a group of people who love the author space and who love to innovate in ways that help authors and in specific indie authors level up their author game, right? Their business. And so one of the cool things about that company is not only do they provide services like promos and advertising help, but they also provide a ton of information when it comes to their blog, to their surveys, to the workshops that they provide. There's a lot of things that go on there. And so when you listen to this podcast episode, I really want you to have your hat on where it comes to like understanding from a marketer's perspective, because I don't recommend like products or services that I don't agree with. And while this isn't in any way, shape or form like a, you know, like a paid advertisement for written word media, we do go into talking about like some of the new programs that they're offering because written word media, like I said, they innovate a lot. And so they're constantly adding new things to what it is that they offer authors. And so we're going to talk about things like the limelights and their reader reach ads and some of the, the ways that they're interacting with authors that I haven't really seen other promo sites doing before. So keep your listening ears open, be listening for the tidbits because there's a lot of really good insights. We do get into more of a conversation about like the trends that Clayton was seeing earlier this year. There was a, a blog post that he put out and we talk about AI and we talk about a lot of other things. So make sure that you are ready to get some really great tips and insights and let's rock and roll. <laughs> well, Clayton, welcome back to the Author Revolution podcast. I'm so glad that you're back and, and here to talk about all the crazy, amazing things that Written Word Media has going on lately. The last time you were here, though, you were talking about your new baby, I guess, for, uh, for lack of a better word, and it was called the Read Reach Program. It's kind of like a one and done for you type shop, done for you service, I guess, for authors who want to be able to use Facebook ads, but don't have to do it themselves. So how has that been going for you? Like, how, how is that working? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so excited to be back and excited to, to t talk with you again. Um, so our, our Reader Reach Ads um, product has been <laughs> been doing incredibly well. We knew there was demand for authors that didn't want to run their own Facebook ads, um, but I, I think we somehow still underestimated that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the launch went extremely well, um, and the, the Facebook Ads product has been really popular. And we've actually added Amazon Ads as well. 
Nice. Um, and some some audiobook ads as well um, on Facebook. So okay. there's there's been a lot of growth in, in the product itself, and we're getting a lot of really good feedback. I think you know one thing we we hear from authors all the time is that. Running ads is not fun and <laughs> almost no author <laughs> wants to do it, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. up there with social media. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's too time consuming and and not fun or and you know, it's not like writing a book at all. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we do that all the time. And so, you know, with, with our ad campaigns, it and, you know, it's like buying a t-shirt. You can check out in five minutes um, and we handle everything for you. And so we've added on different lengths of ad campaigns as well. So um, originally, they were just five days. Um, and now we have some longer options as well, because authors were just buying the five day over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, hmm. it's, been a, it's been a great success. And yeah, we're really happy Good. with how things have gone. That's awesome. It, it's such a neat program. And it's it's great for like those five day ones for the launches, or if they just want some continuous, just please do this thing for me kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. And the five day option is really good too, because, you know, like, especially when you're first doing it, like you want to make sure it works before you commit to a, you know, like a contract or something like that, that a lot of, yeah. students, you know, ad people want you to do. So with the five day, you know, it's 150 bucks, you you spend it. And if it works, then you come back. And if you're not impressed with the results, then you move on to something else. But it's a great way to test it out, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's just a, a way to be able to see when things are working. Because I, I think when we were doing it, at least this is how it was for me when I first started with Facebook ads, it felt like I'm kind of throwing money at this platform as I try to figure, <laughs> figure out what the heck I'm doing. And then you yeah. don't even know if it's working half the time. You're like, I could have made this amount of money without having to run ads at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the, the good things with the Facebook ads with us is you know, with, our, with our email promos and our reader brands, we have over a million readers on email lists. And That's so we amazing. can build look like audiences and target those readers on Facebook. So you have access to targeting that you wouldn't have on your own. Um, yeah. And then, of course, our team is running hundreds of ads every week. And so they're very up to date on you know, what's working on Facebook um, and, and what's effective. And so you also get that the benefit of that institutional knowledge there. Right. Uh, do, you, do you guys use or uh, utilize, I guess, would be the word, the retargeting ads as well? Like Because if you're using all that data coming in, I would think that you'd ha- kind of have some sort of way to be able to capture what's what has been working with the audiences who you're pulling in. Do you do yeah, that sometimes? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, we absolutely do. We do a- anything that we think will work. <laughs> we'll, we'll <try laughs> Throw it all at it. <laughs> yeah. So we're testing audiences. And then when we find something that works, then we work it into um, what authors are actually paying us for. Cool. So, yeah. 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 Lot, lots awesome. of different things going on with Facebook ads. <laughs> That's awesome. Because there's a lot of authors out there who are like, I have no idea how to run a retargeting ad. Like, what's going on yeah. here? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so that's absolutely. that's cool too. Awesome. Yeah. Well, obviously you have a lot that's been going on since we last talked because it's been a little over a year. I can I was looking back at that. It was like December of 2021. What? Wow. But that's when you were first launching Reader Reach, and so I was like, okay, it's been a, a hot minute. All right. <laughs> and I noticed <laughs> you've got a lot going on in the platform since that that conversation. You've got things like your readers list showcases, your brand limelights, uh, up the partnership with Yonder, and of course your premium membership. So. Can you tell my audience a little bit about, let's start with the premium membership because I think it kind of filters into everything else, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so the the premium membership, um, this is something that really, like most of our products, comes from feedback from authors. And so, you know, we work with, you know, thousands of authors every week. um, And we're always hearing like, hey, like, can we do this? I need help with this. And so most of our products are built from this author feedback. Smart. And the premium membership is is really a way for authors to save money and get access to additional features that are really important for some authors. 
So we have two premium plans. Uh, the first one is gold, which is $125 a year. And the second is platinum, which is $250 a year. And the, the first feature you get when you're a premium member that gets people most excited is you get 10% off all of your promotions or ads that you run with written word media. Nice. Yeah. So, so that's really exciting because that can save the membership fee. And then right. it's at about double the membership fee. So um, if you're a gold member, you can save up to $200 um, with, with your discount. And so you nice. can your membership fee and then save an additional $75 on top of that. And then for platinum members, it's capped at $500 in savings. So you can save double the membership fee if you're a platinum member. That's um, wicked. Yeah, nice. yeah. So if you're a high volume promoter that's using our services a lot, it's kind of a no brainer, right? Because you will save money. Right. Um, it's like getting that Costco membership when you get that 1% back or 2% back, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's cool. the thought, you know, because a lot of authors use our services every month. And so they're like, hey, like, can't you, I'm, I'm a really good customer. Shouldn't I get a bonus for this? And like, yes, you should. Absolutely. That um, so so that's cool. kind of the, the first feature that catches people's eye. In addition to that, um, premium members get advanced access to promo dates. And so a lot of our promos are very popular. They're hard to get a hold of the dates that you want. Um, sure. So if you're a premium member, you can schedule two weeks in advance of non-premium members. So there's less competition for promo dates. And so hopefully that makes it easier to coordinate all of your promos and make sure that you're getting the dates that you need to, to maximize. Right. So how long is that total length then? Um, so it varies, um, but okay. premium members are always 14 days in advance of non-premium members. Okay, um, got it. Typically, you can book out two months or so in advance, um, but, but it okay. does vary. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And there, there are a bunch of other uh, benefits. I guess one of them you mentioned was Limelight. And so this is a, a new promo um, that is exclusively available to premium members. And so in our typical email promos, we email your book out to a list of, of tens of thousands of readers who like your genre. And your book is included in a newsletter with other books in your genre. But with Limelight, you are the only book featured in the newsletter. That's um, cool. Yes. So that, that is very appealing for, for obvious reasons, right? Limelight has a different look and feel than our newsletters. It's much more premium. And what really catches people's eye about Limelight is you can run direct sales with Limelight. So with our normal newsletters, you can send readers to you know Amazon, Apple, Kobo, Google, all of the major retailers to, to buy your book. Yep. With Limelight, if you're running direct sales on your website, you can send readers to your website. Nice. Uh, yes. That's cool. Especially with that area of the market kind of growing in leaps and bounds in the past like couple of years. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a really exciting thing about Limelight. So that's been really popular with our premium members and they're getting the Limelight dates are getting snapped up left and right. So that's been <laughs> a, a really successful thing too. Awesome. That is really cool. Okay. So obviously all of those things are pretty awesome. And if authors are still like, why would I want to do that? They need to, I don't know, take a closer look at things because that to me just sounds really cool. Okay. So when you talked, did you mention the readers list showcases? Because I'm curious with those, yeah. like, do you have to be a premium member for those ones? No. So uh, readers lists are available to, to everybody. You can be a, a free member if you want to, to, to purchase one of those. There are other premium member benefits um, like discounts on industry partners, access to speaker series recordings, um, advanced access to products. And so you can see them all if you go to writtenwordmedia.com slash membership. But readers list is a product that's available to everybody. And so basically um, what it is, is it features your book on a, um, a search it, uh, optimized landing page for an entire month. 
Um, okay. And what we do is we drive traffic to that landing page. And then hopefully every author that's featured on that landing page is also sending their readers to it. And so right. we get a big halo effect going on. And so it's a themed, a themed landing page. So each month has a different theme. So if your book fits into the theme, um, you can you can purchase a, a reader's list spot and then your book will be on that landing page for a month. That's really cool. To me, that's just kind of like, what a neat way of doing it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like the group giveaways with like book funnel or things like that, where everybody's trying to come together and send everyone to the same page to get like as much yeah. promotion up to it as possible. That's neat. It's a yeah. different different angle of it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot like that, except you also have us at Written Word Media pumping all of our readers into there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's kind of this big lift that will happen. And then, you know, hopefully everybody gets their audience going as well. And because it's all themed, there should be good cross promo between the books. Yeah. Um, so yeah readers List has been a big hit with, with readers and with authors. Um, so that's been a, a really good thing. That's cool. Have you gotten feedback from the readers then talking about yeah. like the different things? Neat. Yeah, because That's cool. our, our our daily newsletters are genre focused, right? But readers list is theme focused, which is slightly different, um, yeah. but still appealing, right? Like a lot of people like the same theme across different genres. And so it's yeah. been really, really good for readers because typically they get books, you know, in genres that they like to read. But with readers list, they're discovering books in different genres that still have the themes and tropes that they enjoy. So we've heard from readers that it's kind of expanding their their genre horizons, which is always fun. When I was taking a look at it, I think it was May for this year. It was like life and death was one of the themes. Yeah. And one of my series that has a very strong life and death theme, but you were talking in there that it like doesn't matter if it's nonfiction, you're, you know, like whatever, whatever it is, if it, as long as it touches on uh, life and death, bring it into the, the promo. It's like, that's really cool. Yeah. Because then, you know, if you're liking um out-of-body experiences or something you know it's like whether it's fiction or whether it's non-fiction it'd be like oh this is, these are cool <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that, that's neat mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, it's, it's been fun and also like it just made made a lot of sense to me personally because i'm i'm very genre agnostic right like i i yeah. just want a good story um i like adventure I like people kind of like discovering things about themselves and so like you know, that yep. happens across every genre right so yeah 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 well, and it helps you to not get stagnant in your reading too. I think a lot of authors, if you're only reading or writing one genre, I, I definitely went through that recently where it's like, I finally burnt out of my genre for a bit and had to pivot. And I started reading in the genre just so I could familiarize myself with tropes and, and kind of how the writing is. And all of a sudden, right, reading is like brand new and sparkly and fun again. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. of course I should be reading these other genres. Duh. Oh my gosh. So funny how sometimes we do kind of pigeonhole our reading. And then all of a sudden when you get a, like opened up to a different genre that maybe you've read before, but haven't really given much attention to in the past little bit, it, all of a sudden it, reading is fun again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's it's, cool. it's always good when you rediscover like a, like a love for something like that. It's very cool. Right. Right. I'm curious when it comes back, like going back to the membership just for a second, like what, what was the main idea behind starting that? Like, was it just the readers or the authors who were saying, Hey, we really would love this thing. Or was there like, just a, a different idea behind it? Like, what, what was the plan there? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think we, we kept hearing from authors that were, you know, saying that, hey, we love your services, we would love if you could also do this thing. Um, or, hey, like, I promote a ton with you, is there any way I can get a discount? Um, cool. And so membership was a really scalable way to give give authors more more access to these things, right? Um, yeah. We had some authors that knew we had relationships with other companies in the industry. And they're like, hey, like, is there any discount with this company that you can get me? And so, you know, with, with membership, we're able to distribute these to a lot of authors fairly easily at, after building everything, of course. Uh, right. But now we're able to scale it up 
and really distribute it to as many authors as we can instead of doing it on kind of a, a one-on-one basis, which was very limiting, right? Because we're a very small company. We have 16 people now, uh, which we've grown a lot. Um, yeah. We're very small. So working with you know thousands of authors takes a lot of time. So membership was a really scalable way to get all of these resources out there that people have been asking us for. Sure. Well, it also to me, it also kind of makes sense that like you've got these new products there. So you're launching them. They're new and people aren't quite sure what they are yet. But it, gives, it, it helps them to have access to all the things that you're trying to do without having to like figure out the marketing strategy behind each of those yeah. things. I think about it from like my perspective of having all these courses and I'm just like, oh, it's a nightmare sometimes. You know what I mean? So the yeah. membership side of it, that, that's smart because then it's like, hey, now you get access to all these cool new things that we've been working on. Y'all have been asking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smart. I that's mean, cool. we, we hear that, you know, constantly from authors like, you know, writing the book is actually one of the easiest parts of being an author, right? Because that's the yeah. part that you're really excited about and invested in. Um, yeah. And then you write a you book and, and you finish it and you publish it. And then suddenly you're a marketer. Uh, uh-huh. like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> right? I, I, I want to write a book again. <laughs> so our goal is to make the marketing kind of as easy as possible. And that's kind of what we're always focused on. It's making marketing effective, but also easy to do. Yeah. And I can tell you from experience, like when I was trying to figure out my marketing side of things, when you guys kind of came onto the scene for me, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because you do, you do make things very easy. And Whenever I want to actually access a, a you know a promo stacking situation, you're always the first ones that I go to. Whenever I'm trying to figure out like what what I want to do to launch something bigger than I had been doing before, I always go to you guys. So it's like it to me, it just it makes so much sense to utilize, especially your knowledge and expertise that you continue to grow year after year, rather than me having to focus on it as much all the time. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I I take in a lot of information, but at the same time, I've only got so many hours in the day. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's really great to hear. And uh, yeah, you certainly do have a, a lot going on. So yeah, our goal is to make just a know, couple things. the marketing just a little bit easier, right? We, we authors love that. We love that a lot. <laughs> so, okay. Now I was reading about this and I think it was in your article, but we'll get to that in a second, but you have a partnership with Yonder. Explain that to me. Yeah, yeah. So Yonder is a, a serial fiction app. You could kind of compare it to Kindle Vela if you're familiar with that. Yeah. Um, and so it's a it's a serialized way for readers to consume fiction. And so new episodes are released periodically, and the readers can go through and redeem tokens to read the next episode. So very similar to Kindle Vela, but a different, not not affiliated with Amazon whatsoever. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. So Yonder actually approached us because we work with so many authors. And they were looking to get authors on their platform um, to start distributing, you know, uh, stories to readers. And so we put out the the call to authors and our premium members first. And and now anybody can apply to be part of the Yonder program. We've been working to get authors on the Yonder platform. And from there, the authors can earn royalties and, and bonuses from how popular their stories do on the platform. That's awesome. So when it comes to like getting into the platform, are you looking for specific genres or are you looking for all genres? What are you looking for there? I think it's pretty broad right now. I don't manage the submissions with Yonder. Um, so I can't sure. say if there's anything in particular within the past couple of weeks that's changed. But yeah, it is a broad, broad category of fiction at this time. So yeah, no, no particular angle that we're looking for right now. Gotcha. How are readers taking uh, the platform? Are they liking the, the way that the app is set up and the way the reading happens? Yeah, if that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> I mean, it is strange, right? It, it is a different format, right? So yeah, yeah the, the reading happens in a different way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, we we don't run the the platform yonder, so you know, I can't yeah. speak any internal metrics that that yonder sure. has. 
Um, but looking at reviews and, and hearing feedback from from our readers that are on our brands like Freebooksy and Bargainbooksy, um, they've been pretty excited about the platform. I think in particular, younger readers are reading more and more on their phones. Um, yeah. So, you know, apps and, and platforms that make that a little easier or, or make that happen in a way that, that is more intuitive on a mobile device make a lot of sense. So I do think serial fiction is kind of where things are headed, uh, especially if you look at how much this is happening on places like Reddit, where people are just writing Reddit threads and publishing them. And then people are reading them and asking for the next chapter, right? Like this is yeah. happening really all over the internet. Apps like Yonder that make this very intuitive and easy to consume make a lot of sense. They really do. Are authors then who are part of your membership able to advertise to those Yonder books as well? No, we do not, not have yet? a Yonder ad. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you need I, to get I, those together, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I put you on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean it's it's a great idea. I won't lie. It's you know it's been thought about. Um, so I think uh, you know that that could be on the roadmap here because yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, that makes total sense because then it's like I mean two things married together. Come on, bring them yeah. bring them together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously, I mean every time you're on here, I have to either talk about your surveys or talk about an article you wrote, and so. This year, you wrote an article called The Top 10 Publishing Trends for 2023. And I think I, I mentioned it in one of the podcast episodes earlier in the year as well, because it was such a great article. I wasn't at all surprised to see that AI dominated like the, the first part of, of that list. Based on what you learned when you were putting and compiling that article together, what do you think the most valuable thing is that authors can take away about this whole AI emergence? Yeah. So I, I think the most valuable thing is to not panic uh, yes! because there is yes! a lot of panic out there, <laughs> right? Um, so I, I think, you know, AI uh, is a big change, right? It's a big change to to all industries, not just publishing. Um, so, so keep in mind, this is impacting people, you know, across industries. Um, so it's not just you that are being singled out as an author. Um, <laughs> so but I, it's always just us, Clayton. Come on. Uh, right, of course, of course. Forget, forget. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, what, number one, don't panic. It's not just you. This is going to impact everybody. But secondly, I don't, I don't think AI is going to take any author's job anytime soon. I don't know if you've read any any AI generated <laughs> stories, um, but they're, oh, yes. they're they're not that impressive. And I'm not a snob. <laughs> I, I read all sorts of, of fiction, different genres. But some of the AI stuff that I've read has not been very exciting. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't think it's going to replace any authors anytime soon. But what it can do is help you speed up your writing process or help you with marketing. Um, Absolutely. So those are two things that, to, to my mind, I, I hear that a lot from authors. Marketing is hard. I want that to be easier. And sometimes authors really struggle with how long it takes them to write a book, especially if they're trying to do like a rapid release type of strategy. Yeah. So AI can help with both of those things. So I would I would encourage you to to shake off the the threat or perceived threat of AI and think about ways that it can help you because that's that's how you make sure that AI is not actually a threat to you and instead is a is a help to you. Absolutely. I've used it in so many ways from like you know, AI, give me 14 prompts for writing for social media today based on this type of genre. These are the posts that I want you to compare to and blah, blah, blah. And it'll give me like prompts for all of, all of the posts. Or sometimes like if I want to dig down then because chat GPT like lets you chat. So you can go, okay, take, take number one and create a 200 word social media post based on that. Perfect. Now we'd cut it down to 160 for Twitter, you know, whatever you can, you can chat back and forth and like get it specific to what you really want for the yeah. marketing side of things, for instance. But when it comes to like 
book generation, it's been cool to just kind of go, okay, I'm stuck in this scene. What kind of funny things would be on topic or on trope for a rom-com that needs this, 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 and this, and let it kind of just throw out ideas. And it's, it's like having that writing partner that you can just real time talk to. It's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Writing is a very, you know, solo endeavor. Um, and, and sometimes creativity really is sparked by other people or, or other inputs. And so it's, yeah. a, it's a great way to get some of that without kind of losing your your spot where you can actually write. You know, if you need a little inspiration, you can hop on chat GPT and then come right back. You don't have to say goodbye to a friend or anything like that. For sure. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> it can probably help with that too. I think in, in the article, uh, I think it was Mark Lefebvre, he said, um, you know, traditional publishers have struggled um, partially because they haven't adapted to technological changes as quickly as indies have. Yeah. Uh, look at just ebook sales in general, like indies embrace this new technology and they really put a yes. big dent in, in publishers. Right. Yep. Um, and so Mark compared authors that are really gonna have a hard time with AI. You know, those might be kind of those dinosaurs of publishing that didn't adjust <laughs> well. And so yeah. he's really encouraging indies to say, hey, we are the new adopters. We are the people that embrace technology. Let's make sure we don't lose that because that's where our advantages come from in the marketplace. hundred percent. That was a really smart way to look at it. It's totally a smart way to look at it because when you when you can embrace that technology in the, the digital era was such a huge one too, where so many people were like, this is going to be the end of print books and no one's going to ever buy a print book ever again. And uh, everyone was in this panic. And, and now it's like, really? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, look, there's still print books. Maybe there's not as many bookstores, but at the same time, I don't know about you, but I have way more print books than I do oh, yeah. ebooks lately. It's been crazy. Yeah, and, and, and so, who, who would have thought TikTok would would bring the rise of so many print sales, right? Right. Yeah. You never know right. what's going to happen. Yeah. There's, okay. So speaking of TikTok, I got to go there for just a second because <laughs> <laughs> in that in that article you mentioned that, and I've heard the rumblings. I can't remember where I heard it, but about TikTok possibly opening up a bookstore that like to rival Amazon. What have you heard about that? And like, what what's going on there? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so I haven't heard much. I believe this is only happening um, in the UK right now. Um, okay. and, and I'm in North Carolina in, in the US. So I, I have not been able to access anything, unfortunately. Um, oh, but I, I lucky do... UK people. <laughs> They're <laughs> yeah, like, finally, yeah, so we, we get it first. It's usually yeah. you guys. Anyway, <laughs> no, we always get things first here. So yeah, top. right. But uh, um, I, I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, TikTok, they, they partnered with um, specifically large publishers with this. And so I, oh. I hope that it opens up eventually to, to where indies could also sell books on the platform. Right. Um, but I also, I don't have any insight right now on how it's going, right? Um, yeah. Or, or how, many, how many books are live on the, on the store. Um, They're very hush-hush so about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's been a disaster and that's why we haven't heard anything. Maybe they're still rolling it out. But I do think it's really interesting because TikTok just has this massive, really engaged following, especially on BookTok, right? Like yeah. it, BookTok has played a huge role in the publishing industry as a whole um, sure. in the past couple of years, right? So it makes sense that this could be a, a big success. So I, I think this is something to watch closely. And then if there's if there's an opportunity for indies to set up their own stores on TikTok, that is something to leap at right away. hundred percent. So speaking of leaping at things, is uh, Written Word Media ever going to leap into like TikTok ads <laughs> and helping oh, with yeah, that? Oh, yeah, for, for uh, authors? I, yeah. So, yes, it's definitely something we, we've thought about. TikTok ads, <laughs> going back to the, the scale uh, issue that we face as a really small company, you yeah. really need a person in the videos in order to, to really drive sales is what we found. Okay. Uh, and so selling a lot of those ads requires a lot of time. 
Sure. Um, yeah. So that that's kind of the big hurdle that we're facing. But yeah, hopefully that will be something that, that we can get into in the future. It's been an interesting platform for sure. Like when I first started it, I was doing more of my urban fantasy side. And so for, for that, I don't know, I was trying all the different things, just trying to figure out like, what am I trying to do on this platform? But <laughs> it, it never quite... I never quite snagged the way I wanted it to. So I kind of handed it over to my PA. So she'd done a lot of the page flips and, you know, that sort of thing. And at least it keeps the momentum going. But when I started doing the rom-com side of things, it it was fun because I got back to my roots of being a reader. And so I was doing a lot Mm -hmm. more. So I created a different account. Nobody knows where it is. Sorry, guys. And (laughs) uh, I was doing it from a, a book talker perspective. So I was, you know, any book that I was reading, I was doing those things. And they're way more engaged when you're actually just coming at it from the reader perspective of like what, what you're loving, what you're reading, what you're engaged in, why you're reading it, why you then are writing it. Like as you transition and have like, so that your audience knows that you're a reader and a writer that all of a sudden they're like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever because you're one of us, but you're one of them. Woo. Right. If you're just an author, I feel like they kind of go, hang on a second. You're trying to sell something to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they forget <laughs> that authors are equally, if not more invested right? in these stories than they are. Right. Right. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> weird, weird perspective thing for sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So in that article, was there anything that really stood out other than AI, obviously, because that was pretty much a, like, it's kind of swooped in and like <laughs> sidelined everyone. Was there anything on that list that surprised you? I can't say there's anything that that really surprised me. One thing that is kind of catching my eye so far in 2023 that was on the list that I'm kind of surprised at how quickly it's happening um, is the marketing automation point. And so this is something that that Mark Dawson, um, who's a big, big author in England and, and runs a self-publishing school that he predicted. And he was saying that he's seeing a lot of success with advertising automation on platforms like Facebook and, and Amazon ads as well. And that was something that we were seeing a little bit of, but so far in 2023, Facebook ads have been way cheaper than they have been in the past. I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty interesting, right? So, and, and they have these new Advantage Plus campaigns where they have more automated uh, messaging depending on the user profile. And we've been seeing a lot of success with those as well. So in the past, um, a lot of automated advertising techniques, I guess. I was always pretty suspicious of them because I would test them and then they would be terrible. And I'd be like, well, that was just a waste of money. And I'd go back to doing everything manually. So far this year, the, the automated campaigns seem to be improving a lot. Um, and I think uh, Facebook is using AI to get around some of these privacy restrictions or, or the data that they've lost because of the privacy okay. um, restrictions that Apple put in place. And so I yep. think with AI, they're able to be a little bit smarter um, improve, and improve their targeting. Um, so I think that's one thing at, that that's at play there. Um, that's cool. So yeah, if, if you're an author and you, and you haven't tried Facebook ads or you tried and then you gave up, now might not be a bad time to give it a shot again, just because the, yeah. the overall environment has been really good recently. I agree. I, I'm, I run campaigns for three of my series and then I run retargeting campaigns for them as well. And I've noticed cost per clicks go down and down and down. And I'm like, I have done nothing different. What is going on here? You know, it's been, it's been interesting to watch. And then every once in a while, like you'll have like a weird day where they're like 46 cents a click, (laughs) (laughs) but then it goes back down. It's been, yeah. yeah, I've wondered what the deal was there too. If it's just AI in the background, you haven't had to use as like narrow of a marketing. Oh my gosh. What's it called? The, The actual audience. There we go. Right. Yeah. 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 The targeting for the audience hasn't, you know, haven't had to do like, 
every author in your genre that you can find on Fate. Like, you don't have to do all that. You can literally just be like, do you like urban fantasy? Yeah. There, there you go. And it does a really great job. <laughs> it really does. So so that's like been something that's that's been huge for us. And we're, we're seeing that with our reader reach campaigns that we run for authors as well. Sure. Um, our cost per clicks have, have been under 20 cents for most of the year on average, uh, which is really good. So yeah, some really, especially free books. If you have a, a perma free or you run a, like a free day on Amazon, run some ads on that. Um, Cause yeah. those have just been absolute gangbusters so far this year. That's wicked. That's wicked to know. I don't, I have a free book, but I haven't been running ads on it. <laughs> so Ooh, now I'm like, oh crap. Okay. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> it's the start of a series. Okay. Maybe I'll just try yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you have had going on that we haven't touched on yet, Clayton? Oh man, let's see here. Um, I think that's that's about it, probably. Yeah, I think you know well, we just a few have, things, you know. Yeah, just a couple <laughs> things happening. We always do have uh, new new products and new partnerships that we're working on. So I'm hopeful that that this spring we'll have a, a few more things to announce. So keep an eye out for those. But yeah, that's kind of like that. Just reminded me in your membership when I was looking around, you you have like partner discounts or something like yes. di- different things to for authors as well. So that was pretty cool too, as another added benefit to the membership where you've got other things. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you are a, a premium member, so a gold or platinum member, um, you get access to what we call partner perks. And these are discounts That's with cool. industry partners, companies like Readsy, Book Sweeps, The Hot Sheet, which is a really great industry newsletter from Jane Friedman. Um, and so all of these partners have agreed to give our members discounts on their services. Um, that's awesome. So that, that's another great perk um, and another way to save money as, as a premium member. Um, and we're, we're adding more and more partners to that all the time. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on as well. Absolutely. That's so awesome. That, when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, that's really cool too. <laughs> because I yeah. use some of those services. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. I'm take a closer yeah, yeah. look at this. Yes. <laughs> and it, it was so funny because you had originally talked about it. I think it was at the, the beginning part of the year and I just haven't had time. It's been, there's been a lot of different things I've, I've had going on. I haven't even like looked at my own urban fantasy books to do any promos this year yet. <laughs> I feel, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I really need to do that. But normally my PA is usually on me about that, but she hasn't done yet. <laughs> She's slacking. Jenny, you're slacking. So, <laughs> but uh, I definitely need to take a look at this a little bit closer, probably today when we get off our call, because that's just awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, all the things that you got, every time we talk, you're always working on something new. And I think that's such a cool thing. It, you're, it reminds me of like Kindlepreneur and Dave Chesson, you know, like, cause he's mm-hmm. always adding something new and doing something new. You guys are the same. You're constantly innovating, but still giving information to indie authors through the blog. I mean, you write some amazing articles. And so it's like the, your whole platform is just so cool. I love it. So authors <laughs> oh, definitely yeah. need to check it out. So where do they find you? How do they get yeah. like signed up? Where do they find you for everything? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, thank you for that. Um, so yeah, if everybody can go to writtenwordmedia.com. Um, like you said, we have a great blog with tons of information on on publishing, marketing, um, distribution, all, all sorts of good stuff on there. So writtenwordmedia.com is a, is a great place. You can also follow us on TikTok at writtenwordmedia if you want to hear me giving out book marketing tips. Nice. Um, Facebook as well. We have a Facebook group if you want to join that at writtenwordmedia. And yeah, all sorts of good stuff. So yeah, if you are looking to promote your book or, or grow your reader audience, uh, go to writwordmedia.com and we can help out. Absolutely. And just as one last FYI, guys, you don't have to be a paid member if you want to just check things out and see all the awesome things that are going on and, and utilize the platform in general, like the promo Correct. stackings and everything. I mean, obviously you have to pay for the promo, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be a member to be, to be able member. to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there is a, a contact us link where you can fill out a, a form 
And so if you're confused about anything or have a question, you can drop us a line there. We have authors that will ask us questions about book marketing that have nothing to do with written word media. And we're always happy to do our best to help out in any way we can. So so don't, don't awesome. be shy. Ask us any questions you have. Awesome. Well, thanks, Clayton. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. It was great to talk to you again. And there you have it, my friend. I cannot speak more highly of Written Word Media. They have been in my promo team for a long time. Like ever since I really understood promo stacking and understood, you know, which companies are there to really help indie authors expand their reach, Written Word Media has become one of my go-to sites. And not just for the promo stacking for like Free Booksy or Bargain Booksy or Red Feather Romance or any of those things, but also with the way that they provide information and blog posts and surveys. Like I said, Clayton does a really great job. The rest of the team does a really good job with articles and with the different like spotlights and, and teaching. So I hope you'll think long and hard about the membership with Written Word Media. I myself, we recorded this podcast episode back in March and I did go ahead and sign up for the membership. And it's been so great because I've already saved almost $60 with all of the, the promos that I've done just since that time frame. Like we're only in July right now. And so in that time, I've already saved a ton of money and it's been so great. So I've almost completely paid for my membership as it is. I went with the gold membership for this time around. So just think about it. And if you do want to check it out, I do have an affiliate link that you can you know, click on or use or not. It, doesn't, it really doesn't matter to me, but I'll share it in the show notes and you can go ahead and sign up for the membership or test it out and see what you'd like. But overall, I just hope that you're going to check out Written Word Media, check out their blogs, Check out what they're doing on TikTok because they are one of the few companies that are out there that are really helping the indie author industry expand in ways that I haven't seen anywhere else. They are innovators truly, and I think you're going to really like what they have to offer. And of course, if you're already a Written Word Media fan, then it's good to know all of these things that are coming out. Now, Clayton is going to actually be coming back onto the podcast a little bit later this year. In fact, we'll be recording his next interview because he's going to be coming on to talk about the latest new thing, promo stacks through Written Word Media. So not just promo stacking with Written Word Media and their promo sites, but they're actually offering promo stacks within Written Word Media now. It's pretty cool stuff. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be coming out later this year. But in the meantime, I just hope that you are going to continue to find those allies and business partners and innovators that are out there in the industry that are helping you to level up and to do more with what you have, right? There are companies out there like Written Word Media who just really care about the indie author industry and how authors are getting the word out about their books. And of course, I always enjoy talking to Clayton about all the things that he does, especially when it comes to those surveys. He, he's a fascinating guy when it comes to the information that he's been able to compile for us authors. Before I log off here quick, I just want to remind you that if you are hearing this before July 7th, 2023, we have our Shattering Limitations class that's coming up on the 7th. And if you're interested in signing up, I really encourage you to do so. You can head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash summer classes to go ahead and get signed up. There is also another class coming up in August, and that one is going to be about healing your inner child and the wounds that you had previously so that you can learn to expand and grow beyond what you believed you were capable of, right? Everybody has things that we kind of get stuck on from childhood and it's time to heal those wounds. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and interview as much as I did. I truly enjoy speaking with Clayton. It's just such a privilege. 
And if you'd like to download the transcript to today's podcast interview, you can head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 190. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, get all of the words on the page, and go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.